It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. It's the Plan with Dan podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Betzel. He's the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area with an office in Buchanan near the airport. You can find us online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Past episodes, future episodes, it'll all be there on BetzelWealthAdvisors.com as well as other great resources as well. You can uh, get in touch with Dan at any point in time by calling 614-472-4510. We usually give that number out at the end of the podcast, but just in case you tend to tune out you know, right before we finish up, just giving you the idea that you can call Dan if you have questions, 614-472-4510. Again, that number to call. Dan, you've got almost two decades of experience in this financial planning world, and I'm excited for today's topic because we're going to be talking about one of the most overlooked or forgotten pieces of a financial plan. And we're going to go back and reiterate something from a couple of podcasts ago. We talked about what it looks like to have a holistic or complete or comprehensive financial plan. And there were five elements that Dan gave us in that podcast. It was, you need an income plan, you need an investment plan, and remember and recognize that those are two different things, although they're linked. Taxes need to be taken care of. You've got to address health care in that plan. And then the fifth one that often gets left out is legacy or estate planning. And Dan, you've seen this just kind of in the world of financial planners. Why has it become the forgotten about or the overlooked element of that complete plan? Is it just because, you know, not to throw other advisors under the bus, but it's harder to do? It's it's not an immediate payoff and therefore it kind of gets shoved into the background? Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of reasons why. That could be some of them, but often, you know, parents are uncomfortable. I mean, I'm thinking of my own life, you know, in my 60s. And, you know, I, I still think of my children, even though my daughter's 30, I still think of her is not really old enough to be fully aware of what's really going on in my financial world. So I, I think there's a lot of reasons for it. But it's kind of, a, it's, I think, just being uncomfortable, you know, dealing with the issues. Because what you're talking about is, you know, aging, becoming incompetent and eventually passing away. And those are not fun topics. <laughs> but I know, I know that as an advisor, I can really help someone to create the correct space and the correct atmosphere to approach these issues. And I think it's interesting because what, you know, I spent the first part of my professional career as a estate planning and tax attorney. And, you know, the last part of the estate planning process was to have the family meeting. And some, I used to really look forward to that, you know, when the children would come in and, you know, based on what the parents' preferences were, sometimes it was really fun. I'm thinking one example, when the children thought that the parents basically didn't have, you know, two nickels to rub together and they find out that ah, their parents are multimillionaires. That's kind of fun to see that. No kidding. <laughs> to, see, to, for, to see that realization. For, for all like, parties, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Now, so, you know, as you said, you know, I believe that family legacy planning is, you know, often overlooked and it, we just don't get to it for all the reasons that we were talking about. And, you know, sometimes it can have I hate to use the word like tragic consequences, but sometimes it can have rather significant financial and or emotional, you know, consequences. I'm thinking of of this amazing young professional couple, probably in their 40s, late 40s, who came in to see me, new clients, and they had inherited, you know, quite a bit of money the year before, but you know, no one had told them that 
there were some tax planning that they could have done and they didn't know about that. So rather than doing the tax planning with this inheritance, these qualified IRAs that they were inheriting, they went and they just cashed the check and put it into their brokerage account. And so the entire amount, you know, had become taxable. Hmm. And it was sad that they didn't know that. And I think if the previous advisor had had a family legacy planning, then the children would have known, say, the right questions to ask. And I've also been in, in meetings where an adult child finds out that he's not going to be getting the same amount of money that his siblings are, or maybe he's going to get the same amount of money, but it's going to come in a different form because of whatever reason. Maybe the parents don't feel that he's mature enough to handle it, or they're afraid that you know it might be uh, a marital asset subject to a divorce in this particular situation. That can be very, very hurtful as well. And as though as, as difficult and painful as it might be, I think often you need to have the conversation, maybe we should address this issue up front. So my child can understand my thinking and, and I can you know listen to them and, and, and perhaps you know we can come to, to terms or come to peace with this. Yeah, it so, might be um, easier to hear that from the parent than from an advisor later on. Or, or I've even heard stories, Dan, and I'm sure maybe you've seen this as well, where maybe it's like uh, mom and dad put the responsibility of like in the trustee or a brother. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. you got to be the one that breaks the news to your brother that he'd, uh, you know, is not going to get this benefit or it's going to be, a you know, a, and that's not fair in a lot of Absolutely. situations. Absolutely. And it's, and it can cause you know, the opposite of what the parents want. I mean, I mean, like I'm a parent, I have two children. I want my children to get along and to love each other and be there for each other. And often by missing this step, the parents are, you know, un- unwillingly actually, you know, creating division among the siblings, which I know that's not what they want to do. Right, right. So, you know, why is family or legacy estate planning so important? And, and, and like, what are the elements of it? And, and what do you want to make sure gets communicated? And, you know, I, I think that, you know, once you have your financial strategy in place and once your estate planning is in place, I think the children often need to know how their parents' wealth, you know, may or may not have some impact on their situation. I actually had someone who just told me, we haven't had the actual meeting yet, but she says, you know, I'm really looking forward to having this family legacy meeting with my children because I want my one child, especially to know he's not going to be poor his whole life. <laughs> There'll become a time <laughs> when he's going to have a little extra money. And that really made her happy. Not that they're super wealthy, but, you know, it was really going to have a very, very positive impact you know, on her, her son and his family. So I also know that the implementation of an estate plan, I, I know this from, I used to, you know, draft them. And then when someone passed away, I helped administer them, but it can be a very arduous, you know, a painful process. And usually it takes, I'd say it takes often a, a year, if not longer, you know, for the grieving process to even begin to come full cycle where you feel like you're coming out of the fog. But during that time, you know, you have to deal with issues such as wealth transfer and income taxes and estate taxes and insurance claims, maybe possible debts have to be paid, you know, retitling of property. Perhaps if your parents don't pass away, but they become incompetent, you might have potential guardianship issues. And, you know, those are really difficult things. And it's very, very difficult when you'd have no pre-warning and you don't really understand what you're even up against. I'm working with someone right now, a wonderful lady, and it's taken us months to even figure out the extent of her parents' uh, estate because they didn't have the family legacy planning. And as difficult as it would have been to have had it, I'll tell you, it's a lot more difficult when you don't have it. Mm. And there's this need, I think, to educate the next generation and help to articulate the plan and the impact it's going to have on your heirs. And it also allows for the possibility of making revisions. I remember, this is back 
oh, maybe 20 years ago, I was working with a really amazing couple. They had two children. The daughter was a doctor, medical doctor living in another state. And the son had cognitive problems and was a wonderful person, but just was not able to, say, fully function on his own, you know, in the bigger society. He was working at a local grocery store, and they really felt that they needed to treat their children equally, 50% to each of them. And we did a family legacy planning meeting. And the daughter said, looked at her parents and said, I don't need any of this money. My brother needs it. I'd like to have like the Thanksgiving dishes and that one bowl from grandma. Hmm. But I think you should give the rest of it to a brother. He needs it. Wow. And it was such a relief. I can still feel that in the room as I'm telling the story. It was such a relief to the parents because that's what they wanted to do, but they didn't feel that they could. They didn't feel it was right. But they knew that their son needed those assets, you know, and the daughter, you know, didn't. And she basically looked at her parents and said, please, I know you love me and I only want these tokens to remember our wonderful life together. And and we were able to make the plan revisions and made everybody happy. So that's always a possibility, right? That's a, it's a, isn't that a great story? I just love that story. So yeah. So the, the family meeting, you know, so the impact, you know, overview of the parents' estate plan, I think it's a time to also be really clear about parents' wishes regarding healthcare issues and other end-of-life issues. I know that my, my in-laws had a meeting like this with their three daughters. And last April, my mother-in-law had a very, very uh, bad stroke and she basically was not able to communicate. She wasn't able to eat on her own, wasn't able to breathe on her own. And it was a very difficult time, of course, for my wife and her sisters and the whole family. But they were able to come back and remember what their mom and dad had said about their wishes, if this were ever to happen to them. And they had the legal documents in place that just needed to be acted upon. Now, it took them a couple days, you know, to come to terms with it. But I thought, I told my wife, I said, well, this is just one more gift your parents gave to you. They took care of this up front, and they communicated that with you. And it's still as difficult, as painful as it was. It certainly made it easier on them. Yeah. So that educational component and So what I really want people to think about is, uncomfortable as it might be having this family legacy meeting, it's another gift that you are giving to your children. You're giving them the gift of knowledge. You're giving them the gift of of education. And you're giving them the gift to make the eventual transfer of wealth to them easier. And when they have to step in and make decisions for you, end of life and healthcare decisions, you're making that also easier for them. So I'd encourage everyone to consider this this often overlooked yet essential element of holistic financial planning, the family legacy meeting. I think it's huge, Dan. It all comes back to communication, and I appreciate you sharing all of those stories. Uh, I actually just had you know, a conversation like this with my dad, and what you're talking about really resonates with me because he kind of said something you know similar to what you were alluding to there. He was communicating, but it was way too general. And he was kind of like, we know that you'll just do the right thing and do what we would want. And I, and I stopped him and I said, well, I would be really comfortable if we defined what that is. I would really love to be what would be some of the things you'd like to see done. I was like, you don't have to detail what would happen with every dollar and how all the different moving pieces would happen. But if you want some left behind to your church, if you want some to go mm-hmm. to this particular purpose, I want to make sure that that happens 
but I'd like some specifics on amounts and expectations and, you know, don't leave me hanging with, oh, I don't know if this was enough or not, you know, help take that off my shoulders a little bit. And it, all it took was a 15, 20 minute conversation about that. And he was able to, even though it wasn't in extreme specifics, even just that little bit of conversation was tremendously helpful. So that if the worst were to happen tomorrow, you know, I know some of the things that would help, you know, make those wishes be fulfilled and it'd be decisions that he'd be proud of and they were things that he would have wanted to happen. And that's just a very empowering place to get to. It just takes that tough conversation. But once you start having it, I think everybody, at least in my experience, once we started having the conversation, it was very easy and it was really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you shared that, Walter. And I, I think it was very wonderful that you kind of pushed your dad a little bit, but if I can stick up for your dad a little bit as well, it's really hard to parent adult children. And no matter what, I'm sure your dad viewed it as he didn't want to burden you with it. You know, I don't want to burden. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of things that happened as you were growing up that your parents kept from you in order to protect you. And I think that that continues. But nevertheless, if I, if we can just, I think you helped your dad see that it really wasn't a burden. You were actually lightening the burden and that he was more than willing to, to share that with you. It's all about I think the parents wanting to do what's best for the child. And I think it was great that you were able to get your dad to, to open up like that. It's all, wonderful. all about communication, like you said. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. that's definitely the takeaway for today's, uh, today's show. Well, if you find yourself having questions like this, whether it's a financial plan that you think you have in place, but then you hear a podcast like today and say, you know what, we haven't really had that family legacy conversation. We haven't really talked about what will happen after we pass and what the next generation is going to you know, take on or haven't defined those roles of, I'd like this to go to charity. I'd like this to go to this son or this daughter. How do you want all of that handled? That should be part of your financial plan. It it doesn't have to be this totally separate thing, and it's not also going to just magically take care of itself either. I mean, there will be certain outlines that it'll follow, right, Dan? But it may not be exactly what you wanted to have happen or to be the most efficient way to have everything occur. And you can be doing that next generation a huge favor by making some decisions about these things now. If you need help putting those pieces together, want to learn more about what it looks like to have that fifth element of a financial plan, a holistic or comprehensive financial plan, that legacy portion, get Dan Betzel's Retirement Rescue Toolkit. He makes this available for free here on the podcast. All you have to do is go to the description of today's show and click on the link that's in the description. You'll see it. It's easy to find. Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Click on that link, put in your information, and Dan will send you that toolkit. It's packed full of good resources to help you learn some of the retirement planning basics that you need to know. And then you can always get in touch with Dan to set up time to meet for a more comprehensive review of your plan and and sort of that individualized one-on-one meeting. His number is 614-472-4510. That's 614-472-4510. Or just find us online at BetzelWealthAdvisors.com and reach out through the website. Dan, thanks for uh, sharing those stories with us and taking us through this information. And uh, have a good week, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you. All right, that's Dan Betzel. He is the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors, serving you in the greater Columbus area. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Dan, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time on Playing With Dan. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.